Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our great sport. We have a full studio today. Seriously, we need like a double-decker studio now. (laughs) So uh, our original game plan was to dedicate the entire hour to Beck's Cajun Cafe. Unfortunately, they had an unexpected emergency, and they couldn't be here today. So Jay Cole said, hey, guess what? We'll do a cheesesteak show because as of the recording of this uh, broadcast, it's National Cheesesteak Day. Uh, Please go to wildfireradio.com. Look up Dining on a Dime. You'll see that we gave you our complete guide of cheesesteaks in episodes number seven and eight. Then Indiegogo set up so they can just give us money. Right, right. Uh, please no give money. money. No, there's no money for the pocket. <laughs> please, please give money. <laughs> but uh, so this show is literally going to be on the fly. I have no notes because all my notes were for Beck. the way I've lived my life since my parents threw me out. Yeah, my notes were for Beck's Cajun and they had an unexpected emergency. So I have no notes. I have no, you know, I have no avenue to go down, but we're going to just do it on the fly. So the topic today is going to be our third cheesesteak show. Uh, well, you know what? Anyone else would hear that and you'd be like, you did three cheesesteak shows? <laughs> Come on, man. Well, there's we're, enough we're, cheese It's South Jersey. We're across the river from Philadelphia. I toyed with the idea of doing a cheesesteak podcast, yeah, but, exactly. you know, Jim said he would sue. So <laughs> I, I, I was going to call it the better Philadelphia cheesesteak adventure, <laughs> let, let, but I got a letter from his lawyer. It's just a giant middle finger emoji. Let's, so let, I passed. Let's I actually trademarked also. <laughs> let's actually do an official introduction. I am Kevin Wilson. Uh, to my right is the Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook. More mm. importantly, the Cheesesteak Adventure on Instagram because he gives you videos of the cheesesteaks. Jim Peppis. I think he's like on fire right now. He Jim. is on fire. Everyone's favorite it. guest contributor. That's right. <laughs> and then, of course, you got J. Cole. And our second guest today is the grill master at Grub House Philly, right in the Boris The man of 101 jobs. The man of 101 jobs. Just went back to Boucherie or whatever you call Royal it. Boucherie, yes. Royal Boucherie. Jim Hassan. Last time Jim was on the show, people loved him. Uh, he's back with us today. Uh, Jim, say hello to our folks. Hey, everyone. I'm uh, happy to be here today. Uh, and especially, I, I didn't know I'd be only talking about cheesesteaks, but I, I'm... Well, you can to, talk about it. I'd be happy to only talk about cheesesteaks. Well, <laughs> we, we had a last-minute cancellation. Well, so you, yeah, talk about it. It was, you know what? It was National Cheesesteak Day, so I figured at least some of the time we should talk about it. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't... Well, I'll tell you what. I'm living on bread and water to pay for the studio, so it's good that we had a cancellation. What do you mean pay? If it wasn't for us, Wildfire would be like three or four guys in like a refrigerator box and like old headphones saying, we are radio. No, no, no you're not. With, with, no. with no coffee in the studio. No coffee okay. in the studio. Did Jim oh. sign us the closure that he can't talk? That'd be better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get started, I have to say, Jim Hassan was a big hit on our last show because you had a wing contest at a strip club. (laughs) I've done wing bowl. Yeah, Yeah, so it was a fun time, and everyone enjoyed the story. I guess Uh, my invitation got lost somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get the show officially underway. We're going to do our third cheesesteak show in honor of the recording of this podcast is National Cheesesteak Day. We're going to go around the horn, and we're all going to give one great cheesesteak tip. Uh, you're going to start with uh, yours truly. I'm going to give you a cheesesteak tip that you're going to love. My cheesesteak tip, because I have no notes or preparation, so this just came to my head right now, is Tommy's Pizza. It's on Girard Avenue in Fishtown. Uh, it's got a very good cheesesteak. Uh, it's getting well written up. The burgers are fresh also. Uh, Tommy's Pizza on Girard Avenue in Fishtown is my pick. Jay, uh, Jim Pappas, go ahead. I'm going to go far away so no one else is going to take this one. Uh, I'll start way down in Delaware, Bear, Delaware. There you go. I hope you never get stuck down there, but if you do get stuck down there, go to Tender Bones. 
<laughs> no, it's a great name. Well, I guess we can scratch the Chamber of Commerce from Bear Delaware off the potential sponsor list. Hey, Jim, no, no, no. You don't want to be stuck there. This, no, go ahead. Yeah. Just throw yourself yeah. out of the moving vehicle now. I, I used to work in Delaware, and it, it, was, it was kind of slim pickings out there. Yeah. So. Not well, anymore, I, yeah. I, I would have needed this advice, you know. Like, <laughs> so go ahead. Tell Absolutely. us about it. Absolutely. It was the first thing it. they moved in. Um, tender bones. Bear Delaware. Three pound cheesesteak. Wow. The um, it was funny looking at the video because, like I said, I take video that's and pictures. That's a commitment. Of Three right. pounds, man. That's, that's your afternoon. Oh, that's <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> it's not my afternoon. It was for three days for me, but Jake, well, maybe it's for some other people. <laughs> it's an afternoon. The um, so yeah, looking at the video and then comparing it to the pictures after I after I ate it for fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, the in the first picture, you don't even see the roll. It's just uh. Chef Bones, it comes in a styrofoam container, I guess it was made for it because it fits in there perfectly. Chef Bones numbers and signs every container. Nice. And yeah, you either bring three friends and three extra <laughs> rolls or you just, you're going to be eating cheesesteak. <laughs> or a six pack. <laughs> I, I love the cheesesteaks where the, the cheesesteak that falls off of the cheesesteak could make another cheesesteak. Yeah. Steak. Yeah. That's, That's always the best. Oh, this thing, I was, I, I was really was. Scraping cheesesteak meat out of the thing for three that? days till I got to the roll. So I was able to get to where I could pick the roll up and eat it like a cheesesteak. Wow, that's a great tip. And uh, we have a lot of listeners that work in Delaware, three, uh, which is a good good thing. We have a lot of listeners. <laughs> that's news in and of itself. <laughs> no, right? I, it's I, rel- relative to the total number of no, listeners. Ha- there's I eighteen have, people. Ten of them live in Delaware. No, I, 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 I have you, received I have received emails, <laughs> and there's one listener in Delaware every day on the Indie Philly syndication. Go ahead, John. We appreciate that. God yeah, bless. we do. My mom's in Delaware. <laughs> she just she bought a laptop. She bought a laptop six months ago. So. <laughs> Go ahead, John. John Cole. Next pick. You know what? I'm going to do a pick, and you know I'm fairly lazy and never prepare anyway. But this one was a layup given to me by my buddy Adam Lees. He is uh, he works for Philly Roasters. And earlier today on Twitter, we were kicking around National Cheesesteak Day, and he pointed out that not only do they have the best onion rings in the city, right? Right, general, you know, every day. But the American Sardine Bar right now, probably because it's been, you know, National Cheesesteak Day week, whatever, uh, they've got an amazing cheesesteak special on right now. Nice. Um, I'm not going to do all the legwork for you on this one. Go <laughs> find it. Um, I've talked about the American Sardine Bar pretty much since they've opened. Um, a question I used to get all the time years ago is, you really seriously eat sardines? Yes, they're delicious, and you should go and have them at the American Sardine Bar. Um, If they're doing a cheesesteak, now I'll be the first to admit, I don't want to see sardines on a cheesesteak. I I really don't. I know somebody was doing salmon on a cheesesteak, and they're like, oh, I want to try that. And other people were like, no, I don't want to try that. If you want to try that, lose my number. I'm not (laughs) not going to eat fish and bread on a run. No, 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 no. you know, that being said, I hope they sell a ton of them and do a lot, you know, do good business. It's just, uh, no, pass. Um, American Sardine Bar. For a guy like Adam who lives in the city, works for Philly Roasters, in his follows are probably a couple hundred of the best cooks, restaurants, bakers in the city. Uh, this guy's hot. This guy's wired and connected, like in a serious way. And for him to go out of his way, he doesn't tweet a whole lot. You know what I mean? It's not like me. You know, 308,000 tweets and people are like, why won't this guy ever shut up? That's how I stay alive. But um, (laughs) in Adam's case, for him to go out of his way to say something, it must be really, really good. Uh, I don't want to promise this because I got to see, but I'm going to try to get over there by about 8 o'clock tonight. uh, 8, 830, because I'd really like to check out. There aren't too many places in our, we'll call it operating area between what, Philly and Atlantic City maybe. Uh, that I haven't tried their cheesesteak at some point. Not at Jim's level, but uh, I've never had their cheesesteak. Every time I go over to American Sardine Bar, I have some form of sardine sandwich, dish, whatever. Always delicious. It's always a great time. They're down in like Point Breeze. Uh, you know, check check it out. Yeah. Absolutely check it out. Good job. You know, uh, yeah, um, uh, Scott Schroeder's a genius. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> He was ahead of that curve, right? He was sort of everybody now, uh, South Philly Tap Room, uh, American Sardine Bar. These were places that were kind of there. People forget about them a tiny little bit. Yeah. And they were there before 
we had, you know, you had to be the winner of season 37 of, you know, I kicked your ass in a kitchen competition TV show uh, before you could open a restaurant. Back then it was just, you know, I'm a good industry dude or, or person. Uh, I've got this great idea. I'm looking for an investor to open a restaurant. And I know people listening to this now are like, what? That could never happen. Once upon a time it did. <laughs> Once upon a time it did. Uh, you didn't have to be top bells whatever to win you could just win uh you could just open a restaurant and places like that american sardine bar opened now they're going to put condos in point breeze and they're going to put a container park and this and that and food trucks are bombing down there uh i can remember when nobody wanted to go down to point breeze you'd be like oh you know ups would be like i dropped your package off at point breeze they'd be like now i'm good i didn't need whatever it was i didn't need it that bad all right, Jim Hassan. Yeah. Well, I'll give a shout-out to Doreen DeMarco, who is at American Sardine Bar, and she also works at um, Second District nice. in uh, South Philly, and she does it. Oh, awesome. she over there now, too? Yeah, there. she's both places. But uh, So I think we talked on last show, uh, but if you ever want to know, if you move into a new area and you want to know where the best food is, ask a cop. Okay. So uh, when I was sure. 21, year old, 21 years old, I was a police officer. Long story. But uh, <laughs> I was in Lower Marion, and uh, the place that they told me to go to was uh, Mama's Pizza in uh, in Balakin. Yes, that's my spot. <laughs> I mentioned them on episode it's seven. It's such a good, I mean, it's like literally the size of your forearm. And it's <laughs> outstanding. And, and you know, uh, inside tip is I talked to some, uh, the owner one time about, man, your cheesesteak is so good. You should be down in South Philly with all those guys. He says, nah, I don't want to get killed. <laughs> no, right. I mean, and, and they don't they don't need to be in South Philly. They right. And, and, if, and, and police know about it, but also uh, if anybody, all my friends who went to St. Joe's yeah. knows about yeah, it. Yeah, so. Mama's Pizza is yeah, legendary. It's a, it's a, it's a great but spot. But the tip, the tip we gave in Episode 7 about that was we just said, look, call now, because for some reason they're open, it opened Strange limited yeah, it's hours. But I want to give some. Uh, I'm going to uh, give some props to Jim Hassan. If you guys are in Center City, uh, the Borse Building, uh, Jim is the master grill guy uh, for Grubhouse Philly. So if you're down down yeah, in breakfast, lunch, breakfast, lunch, specials. and uh, you di- got a disco chicken going on down there. Disco is- chicken is probably our best thing. It's, a, it's a fried chicken, fried hot chicken, and. Uh, on two biscuits. Uh, I'm really proud of our biscuits there. And, nice. Yeah, so, and you make them from scratch. Make them from scratch every day. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. All right, my next pick. for uh, This uh, this pick is actually for the meatball sandwich, but they sell cheesesteaks, so I'm assuming this place is so good uh, that it's, it's going to have a good, good cheesesteak. Yeah. Uh, my pick is Angelo's Pizza just opened. Danny, uh John's friend. Uh, this is at Ninth and Fitzwater. Anything he does, he just anything he touches, like the Midas touch, man. He just he really is. And what got me was I went in there quietly, I indiscreetly. I didn't hand out business cards. I didn't do that, which is very unusual for me. <laughs> See, I just I, I'm so popular right. in so much of the country now. <laughs> I just don't have the ability to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I go in there quietly. <laughs> I go in there quietly. I had a, a, the homemade meatball sandwich, and it blew me away. So I'm like, wow, I got to go try the eggplant parm because I'm an eggplant parm guy. I go back there, and they had a minor wait for your sandwich. So he was giving out samples of the pizza. And I had a sample of a pepperoni pizza. And that pepperoni, I've never – it's so high quality. It's, uh, you know, because most people go to the dollar store. <laughs> right. But this pepperoni was extraordinary. It, like, really hit you in the face. So Angelo's Pizza is at 9th and Fitzwater. He just opened. Uh, and I couldn't recommend a higher place. I really – it's top of the line. Because I'm working I'm working in Haddonfield now, and then I guess that's where he I think came, that's where, where he yeah, came that's from. That's his I, original I, I, Like, there's just all these uh, talk about, like, buzz about. Oh, yeah, he's you know, outstanding. What he used to be and what he is now. It's yeah, because his food is outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's one of the few places that blew me away, you know, the new places. I got to give him props. Jim Pappas. Cheesesteak Adventure. Everyone's favorite guest contributor. Everyone's favorite guest contributor. Angelo's is closed on Monday. Oh, I didn't know that. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> I found a Dude, he was closed for a long time, man. We found that out the hard way. Oh. Me and Tony Luke would be out there with our noses pressed against the glass <laughs> like puppies. Danny would be in there like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All, kid, all right. All kidding aside, though, you have to go there. It's really the top I of know I do. I, I found a parking spot two blocks away. Yeah. I grabbed it. <laughs> yeah. I'm flying on the street. 
video of myself walking, going, look, I'm walking to Angels, walking to Angels. Like, yeah, close Monday. Yeah. The, uh, okay. um, you want to know the truth? And, and this is me just being lazy. If I'm going over to Angelos or anywhere, like right. Ralph's, any of those places. I don't. I don't even call. I get. I, I take the Paco. I won't drive over because All there's right. never a parking space, yeah. right? So I literally get off the Patco at like what twelfth and thirteenth or whatever, or ninth and tenth, and I just walk down. And people look at me, and I'm just do, do, do happy walking, and they're watching me walk through the neighborhood past Thomas Jefferson. They're like, "What the hell is this guy smiling at?" <laughs> walk all the way down through the schoolyard, through the neighborhoods. Ah, and then you get to Sarcones. Wait, I, no, I think, well, Angelo's will be first, then it'll be Sarcones, right. and then it's Ralph's. And, and, and then across the street is Bar One. And I just want to uh, let our listeners know, this show is being done spontaneously off the top of our heads because we oh, had- Oh, they a, can tell. We had a, <laughs> no, we had a, we had a guest <laughs> planned. And the only difference is we're telling people this time. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I could talk about food for like yeah, 24 hours straight. Unfortunately, the, we had a last minute cancellation of a guest. Uh, but this show is just so you know, if you're listening, is being done right off the top of our heads. That's how good we are. Uh, yeah. My turn. Yeah. He. Um, I lost my train of thought because I was talking about Angelos. Yeah. Uh, that happens my, to everybody, right? The two thoughts, and I'm gonna. My pick is uh, J Cole generated, and uh, the first is because ever since I came in uh, first runner up in the 35th season of I kicked your ass in a food show, <laughs> I can't go anywhere quietly. But uh, Friday night, I found my uh, one of my top favorite places ever, uh, Sam's Boardwalk Pizza and Steaks in Haverford, Brookline. Wow. Um, reason I, other than a fantastic cheesesteak and very nice people. Very helpful people. You actually have three different ways to enjoy a beer with this cheesesteak. You can either go to Sam's Boardwalk Pizza and get your cheesesteak and pull a craft beer out of his coolers. <laughs> you can go right next door to the door they have connecting them to McGillicuddy's. And I, I'm i not sure exactly how that works. I don't know if you go to McGillicuddy's and they have waitress service because it looked like a waitress was going back and forth. And then the third way, if you're, if you're a smoker is to get your cheesesteak at Sam's and then walk two doors down to the Ivy Room and enjoy it in there if you're a smoker because it's a bar that still offers uh, a place to smoke. The, the, the only thing I didn't like about Sam's, and it's the roll was too good. Oh. It was almost like the roll, the, the cheesesteak was really good and it was a really good roll, but they didn't work together. Yeah. Uh, I would love it. If you'd like make it like a garlic bread roll and then put his cheesesteak on it. Um, great cheesesteak, great mushrooms. First bite, I could taste the mushroom. Nice. The meat was moist and plentiful. Mushrooms and on the cheesesteak. Cut his mic. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, And the roll was a great roll. Nice big roll, nice, nice crust to it, nice bread. And it was just like two, two great things that just was like, oh, no. And Dude. Haverford is someplace we haven't covered. So, so, so this is why I love. Well, Jim don't we just do Pennsylvania, New Jersey? I'm not sure. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is why I love Jim Papas because he's he's currently like he's going around and he's in my the town that I live in now. I live in Delco and he, he's going around Ridley and like showing me where to get good cheesesteak. Yeah. But I'm actually born and raised in Havertown. Oh. Okay. Right where he, and I, I don't know the the place that he was talking about didn't exist when I was around, but uh, I'm definitely going to go back and check that out. That's interesting. Because, uh, that's uh, my old hometown. Nice. I was kidding. You can, you don't have to be, you don't have to be worse than me today. There's no, there's no real disclosure or anything. You can, you can talk over my head. All right. You're, you're an accomplished. Chef. Go ahead. Uh, John. You know what? Uh, I'll get this one out of the way real quick because uh, Tony Luke's. Uh, no, I know, right? Now, you know, what? I wasn't even going to mention Tony Luke's today. Tony was on Fox and Friends this morning, was making cheesesteaks in New York City with Frank Oliveri. Nice. So, you know, I, I don't think Tony really needs my two cents. <laughs> Tony Luke's. I was a Tony Luke's Earl like before I came down here. Everyone kind of knew that, but um, but. I no, 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 I just found a hidden gem. I forgot about it. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was looking at him, I was like, <laughs> You know how I am about No, food. you guys can't see this because we're not a television show right. yet. I don't know what the hell Wildfire's waiting on, but <laughs> we're not a television show yet, but... Um, we don't have faces for... Right. I know, right? This is a face <laughs> for podcast. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> um, oh, except me. Kevin gave me this look, and I'm like, Kevin... Oh, no, 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 I just saw Tony all... Luke's three, four times a week. What are you talking about? <laughs> this show is off the top of our heads. Like, <laughs> we don't have any preparation.
conversation. So no, I just uh, found a uh, hidden uh, gem in my uh, that I forgot about. Take, take his phone away. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jake um, comes in. He's like, "Hey, happy to see you, but that's a Tony Luke sub in my pocket." I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. A yellow submarine, maple shade. I'll get, I'll get that out of the way because I always get the the Jersey people. I, I you know you didn't give us enough. And yes, I, I love South Jersey. But the truth of the matter is, if you're gonna talk about cheesesteaks, they're from Philadelphia. They're best in Philadelphia. Uh, I know Anthony Bourdain, God rest his soul, started this nonsense about donkeys. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, donkeys makes a very good sandwich. Um, you're gonna put it on a on a poppy seed roll. It's not a cheesesteak. It's just not. Mm. I'll gladly go to your place. I'll gladly eat your food. I'll gladly tell people, Donkeys is a Jer- South Jersey legend. It's not a cheesesteak. I loved it, though, but I know what you're saying. No, and, and I love it, too. Yeah. I, I cannot tell you enough. Go there and get their thinly sliced beef and cheese sandwich. Yeah, yeah. You should absolutely do that. On a poppy seed roll. On a, on a poppy seed roll. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's right. just not. It's very good. It's not a cheesesteak. I'm old enough to have been brought up by... You know, the traditions of, you know, what a cheesesteak is supposed to be. I remember when people argued, could you use provolone or if it just had to be whiz? And you talked about uh, Frank Oliveri with the ketchup, right? Remember? he was, Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, they, they, he was upset about ketchup. ketchup he, they just don't do that. I mean, yes, as businessmen, they're happy to give you whatever you want. Right, but that's but not But as cheesesteak authorities, you're sitting around and, you know, people, are, oh, yeah, do you have any horseradish mayo? No, get out. Right, that, right. That's the way that is. But I talk about the Yellow Submarine. It's on North Fork Landing Road in Maple Shade, like half a mile past the Wawa. You know, people who live in South Jersey always know where a Wawa is. Um, it's been really good food for a really long time. Right. Uh, Aaron McCargo Jr. has talked about it. Food Network has had specials about it. Uh, Tony Luke and I have, have eaten in their parking lot because, you know, they, it's small. It's a small joint. And, you know, we, Tony and I are not small guys. We didn't want to squeeze into their little child-sized tables. So we'd grab cheesesteaks. Uh, portions are very big. Uh, I think the prices are fair. Uh, their chicken cutlet is pretty good. But I would tell you this. Skip the chicken cutlet. Go straight to, like, their sausage and peppers. I don't know if it's bottle sausage. I don't know whose sausage they use, but it is delicious. It is a high-quality sausage. Their sausage and pepper is delicious. Uh, For a long time, Yellow Sub was where you went to get a cheesesteak if you didn't want to cross the bridge. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, all those guys who worked in in the city Monday through Friday... You know, Sunday afternoon they wanted a cheesesteak while the wife was covering for them because they weren't in church and they wanted a cheesesteak. And, you know, as much as I love the original Tony Luke's and, you know, subsequent occasions, you know, who's driving over the bridge on a Sunday? Most guys, especially in our generation, they were doing that Monday through Friday. Who, who the heck wants to do that another yeah. day? Um, I'll tell you right now, you know, we use this phrase a lot here. In a lot of cases, it's the truth. 12, 13 bucks, yellow submarine is a cheesesteak as long as your arm. Right. Really, like quality meat, really well cooked. Um, anytime I go to a place and all I have to say is provolone wit and they understand what I mean, right. that's a win. When these places hire some kid and not only do they not understand what wit means, but they barely understand what provolone means, <laughs> I'm concerned by that. Right. Um, so definitely, my next pick is Yellow Submarine That's great here pick. on the Jersey side. Uh, parking is a little bit limited, you know what I mean? Summertime, they're next to an ice cream place. So think about it a little bit, you know what I mean? You might have to park a little bit down the street or whatever. But their cheesesteak and the bread, you know, we've talked about it's not a cheesesteak without really good bread. Right. You know what I mean? And their bread, I did not ask them to be honest with you, and I guess I should have. I didn't ask them what bakery they use. I will say the bread was very fresh. Had that texture and substance that I like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's soft to the chew, but, you know, we Jim's talked about this a bunch of times. The, the, the bread's got to last at least the life of the sandwich. Right. Too many times people will try to skimp on the bread, and by the time I get to the second half, it's falling apart, and you're like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Right. It's Now, it, you could do much, much, much worse than nice. Yellow Submarine. Jim Hassan, Grillmaster, Grubhouse Philly, Inside Divorce Building. You're next. Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, one of my many 300 jobs that I've had <laughs> in my, my lifetime is uh, I was a bakery manager for uh, Pathmark stores. And uh, as a result, I would get sent to different places, and I would always try to find the best cheesesteaks. So I was in Upper Darby for a while, and uh, a hidden gem in Upper Darby is Doc's Deli. 
There you um, go. It's like it's like off the beaten path. Jim Hassan just, just out of here, home run. <laughs> go ahead, Jim. It was just, I mean, like we would we would order it from, a, a, and it was it was literally like I don't want to say it wasn't a thick one like like Mama's was thick, but this right. was like just a long, just a good just a good yeah. roll, good cheese steak. Have you been there, Jim? You oh, have. Oh yeah, very good. It's <laughs> on the side there. How did I know you were there? <laughs> It's it's off the beaten path too. It's like like in, like off the like a side street next to a, like a, an Irish bar or something. And uh, but we just knew about it just from working at Pathmark. And that's interesting. Oh yeah, it, it's yeah, it's funny. It's like it's stuck on the side of a building almost. Mm-hmm. And there's like a car repo place across the yeah. street. And it's yeah, it's uh, it's not the place you would think to stop. And even inside there, you're no, it's like, like little, you're puffing it's like, up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. no one bothers you. Right. No one steals your cheesesteak. <laughs> That's interesting. So Doc's Deli. Doc's Deli in, in a, I don't know if it's Upper Darby or Lansdowne. It's, okay, it's in that, in that area. area. It's in that definite I think area. it's a Lansdowne address. It's technically Lansdowne. Oh, area. that's interesting. I just want to let our listeners know that this show is off the top of our heads. We had a last-minute guest cancellation, so all these picks... Are coming off the top of our head. Yeah, no one's listening. You can stop doing that. No one, they're like, "What? No prep?" And they just shut the show off. Well, here's why. Here's why John uh, acknowledged my excitement because I just found a hidden gem cheesesteak in the heart of Center City. Oh, uh, I was uh, doing the radio segment. This show was uh, originally a radio segment, and I featured Pandora's Lunchbox. It's at 1221 Walnut Street. And while I was there, I said, you know what? I'm putting you guys on the radio. Let me get a, a cheesesteak. Great cheesesteak. Really nice and flavorful. Uh, 1221 Walnut Street. It's called Pandora's Lunchbox. But since uh, we have been forced to do a cheesesteak show, I would also like to say uh, their salads are the most delicious homemade dressing. So if you're a salad person, I know John always says I'm a macaroni salad person, but if you're <laughs> a salad person, uh, their uh, their dressings are homemade and they're delicious. Dude, yesterday I had ham salad, so I got no room to talk <laughs> to you about macaroni salad. Before we move to Jim Pappas, uh, the grill master, Jim Hassan, uh, <laughs> is uh, been cooking for years. He knows a lot. Uh, Jim, what is your choice for meat? For a cheesesteak, what do you prefer? We talked to Glenn Gross on episode eight about this. Uh, what do you prefer? How do you like to make your cheesesteaks? It's a, I mean, you, it's it's sliced ribeye. I mean, pretty much. Is that what you prefer? Yeah, that's that's what I prefer. Because it was an interesting answer we got from Glenn Gross. But I mean, the whole point of a cheesesteak is it's it's kind of not as good meat, but you you chop it up real good. You throw some cheese on it. And right. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I talked about when, what is it, Barkley Primer, whoever it is, has yeah, that $8,000 no. cheesesteak. Yeah. You know, they use the last piece of T-Rex meat on the planet. <laughs> stop that. Just stop. And Jim, I talked to a restaurant owner in Center City doing uh, research for my the old radio segment, and he told me he was using the shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder Which is, is kind of what you're talking about. You just, yeah, it's, you want the fatty. And I thought his, his cheesesteak was great. All right, Jim uh, Pappas, go ahead. The, after his that phone con- just crashed because he's got <laughs> so many places in there. After, after that conversation, I don't know which way I want to go because uh, I was going to go since Jim was talking about Ridley. and um, Remember you told me that was good. Which one's that? Sad's Halal. Oh, Sad's Halal House, yeah, 45th and Walnut. That's awesome. The um, Halal House has a good cheesesteak. Who would have not thought? You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I just ruined my notes, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining everything. The, uh, well, it's funny because Jim, I'm gonna go with uh, Jim and Ridley because uh, I actually grew up in Swarthmore, and so I I spent a lot of time in Ridley to go into their cheesesteak places there because I'm still trying to find my bicycle that they stole when I was little. Oh, the meat <laughs> streets of Swarthmore. <laughs> uh, we held down our it's, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the second. But, it's like the reboot of the Wire in Swarthmore <laughs> now, right? <laughs> the um, Lions Head, McDay Boulevard, new owners. I think about like a year ago. What was it? Dirty? Is that Dirty Nelly? It used to be Dirty Nellies, right? Right. Okay. So recently changed to Lions Head. I think right, like mm-hmm. a year or so. Yeah. Um, and to go with the ribeye conversation, sliced flaming yon. Wow. For their cheesesteak, uh, their own special cheese sauce. Um, Twelve bucks. It's a little bit smaller than you get. In, you know, it's a little bit smaller than you would get in a pizza shop, but it is flaming on. Uh, it's phenomenal. The roll tastes like a dinner roll almost. Nice. They're real crispy outside, but inside's nice and just falls apart perfectly. Um, so yeah, I'll go that way since it's to, to p- 
piggyback the riga. It's a piggyback, no pun intended. The uh, ribeye talk. Nice. Uh, sliced no, that's me cool. On. But John made a good point. Jim made a good point. Uh, you're talking about you just throw meat on a grill, right? You know, there's no really you know. to a certain extent you do uh, to kind of riff on what these guys are doing. Um, I'm going to change up my next pick a little bit okay. for cheesesteaks. My next pick, we've talked about this place before. Full disclosure, I've been a friend of Mike Strauss for years. Uh, I've seen, you know what I mean? I've the been brisket. to the tap room on that. Uh, is uh, uh, Mike's Barbecue uh, in, in, in South Philly. It's over, uh, is it 9th Street, 13th? It's, it's, a, it's 11th. And 11th, it's like, yeah. It's, yeah I, it's like 11th. It's, a, near it's almost at the Singing Fountain, Square. pretty much. Yeah. 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 And uh, he does a brisket cheesesteak. And uh, it was the first episode of Foodin' Around for YouTube that Tony Luke and I did. And he's had all the cheesesteak masters in there. Uh, he's had people go in from gyms. He's had Frank Oliveri go in there. He said Gino Vento Jr. go in there. Tony Luke and I have been in there. Not that I'm a cheesesteak master. I just <laughs> I, I just held Tony's coat while he ate. But um, And it's different. It's brisket. And I looked at Tony, and I've known Tony for a long time. I was looking for the cues because there's really good sandwiches we've had that just don't meet the criteria of cheesesteak. I'll reference again donkeys. I'll do that repeatedly because I don't want – well, I, actually, I don't care. I love when people at me. They cry, and they get upset, and I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> but um, And they send you the gifts. No, they did. I, I had some kids on Instagram razzing me, and the one guy was calling me like an amateur or whatever. Right. And I'm like, son, go back to your parents' basement while yeah. I go back to work. <laughs> this is what I actually do for a living. <laughs> uh, there, there's like these kids on Instagram, like like the one of the guys like, I'm going to change my name to B-Cole. And I'm like <laughs> – you don't have the talent or food credit to pull that off, but knock yourself out. Somebody tried to take Philly Grubs Instagram yeah, name, and I'm that. like, yeah. dude, do me a favor. You want to talk about food? It's all good. Uh, she's got years and years in this game, 20, 30, 40,000 followers. There's not a place in the city she doesn't know. Right. You got like a couple hundred circle jerkers following you. <laughs> so do me a favor. Until you can at least get to like a tenth of her level. Right. Do your own gimmick. Do your own bit. But well, John, let's. Do, <laughs> I, I let's digress. Take, let's do this because you're getting a lot of positive pop. Let's take five minutes and do the J. Cole freestyle. Uh, just so everyone knows, the J. Cole. <laughs> the entire show has been a freestyle. The, the entire show is freestyle. <laughs> uh, but J. Cole is a very high paid restaurant consultant. Uh, you would normally have to pay, Believe it or not. <laughs> you would normally have to pay a lot of money to get his uh, input. This show is Dining on a Dime. We save people money. And thus, since we have a guy in our arsenal that usually gets paid a lot of money uh, every week at 530, you're going to hear thoughts about the restaurant industry. His, uh, his commentary on the staffing issue, I had a flood of emails from restaurant owners saying he is spot on. Uh, J. Cole Freestyle, if you're hearing music right now, that is his... Enter Sandman theme song. It is. I love that song. Uh, He's about so, to rap. He's about no, to drop. No, He's I had some. I had some fire. I, we had an email with someone saying, "What is that noise when he talks?" What is that noise? <laughs> so, That's ahead, just John. my whole life. I hear that in the background of my head. So it's here's your, the, your brain. The wheels going. It is the wheel. The hamsters exhausted. But we're, we're only going to take five minutes. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, two things I'll mention real quickly, and they're kind of okay. connected. All right. Um, and one, this service thing we're going to talk about for a while, because this is like a serious ongoing problem. They talk about this on other podcasts, a little bit more serious level. Um, we joke about Jimmy having had 101 jobs. That's by choice. Jimmy hasn't ever just woke up one day and said, ah, you know what? I know you trained me, but I'm not going. <laughs> Cartoons are on. Right. And I hate to say it, and Jimmy will probably chime in here too. And Kids do that. Yeah. People, not just kids, but people do that. You know what? Like, oh, I wanted to be a server, but you know what? Law and order's on all day. Can't yeah. make it. And this is an ongoing problem. One of the things we're going to do is, is we're going to kind of not just craft an episode around this. We're going to try to craft some kind of online resource with some of the other podcasts to try to get as much input as possible and try to offer some solutions. I know people are going to be like, wait, you're going to be serious? Yeah. I actually am. The restaurant industry has been very good to me. I started as a caterer. Anytime in my life when I kind of needed work, there was somebody that would open a door and let me wash dishes or make sandwiches or, you know, whatever, prep breakfast. I didn't care if I had to get up at three or four in the morning, you know, beat sleeping in my truck. Um, connected to that is probably not quite so serious a problem. But when I walked into Yellow Submarine today, Super nice staff, place is clean, 
Food is delicious. Manager's a great guy. Nobody bothered to tell him it was National Cheesesteak Day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly who the owners are. I don't know who's responsible specifically for that. But And this isn't a Yellow Submarine thing. This is for everybody. Let your people know. If you're a burger joint, let's know when it's National Burger Day. Grilled Cheese Day so you guys can get... Let's be honest. Nobody in the restaurant industry is making enough money. Even the joint making the $500 cheesesteak wishes, they were making more money, right? Yeah. So let's try to get these days. We, we've got a growing foodie culture. Now, unfortunately, there's still restaurants out there that just don't buy into it. Right. They think it's an internet thing. Oh, I got nothing to do with that or whatever. Um, no. National Pizza Day, Taco Tuesday. Right. You ask any place that sells tacos. They sell more tacos on Tuesday than any other day of the week. I mean, not Saturday. I'm not talking about the weekend, but you know what I mean? Uh, Taco Tuesday's a thing. Uh, vegetarian places report that Meatless Monday's becoming a thing. Right. You know, people party all weekend. Monday, you got people are sort of, you know, trying to bounce back a little bit, eating, you know, eat, eating lighter. Uh, these are real things. So restaurants maybe should dial in. And I know it seems arbitrary. I know I've had people who've said to me, uh, it just seems arbitrary. Every day it's something. Yes, every day it's something. That's an opportunity for you to be in the ball game. Okay, fine. You know, maybe your local rock in the shot bar doesn't have cheesecake, so they're going to whiff on cheesecake day. But I'm pretty sure that place has wings. I'm pretty sure that place has a burger or a cheesesteak, maybe both, sausage and pepper sandwich, something, chicken cutlet. So there are going to be days where you can be in the game. And promote yourself and say, hey, look, you know, don't go here, don't go there. Come over here, get a rock and a shot and a cheesesteak for 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, you guys should take advantage of the fact. There's an old phrase, learn down the shore. Rising tide floats all boats, right? Right now, the foodie tide in this country is rising like crazy. Um, people want to be into it. Everybody wants to have their spot. Local wineries, craft breweries distilleries are opening up. Everybody wants, quote-unquote, their thing. Yeah. And it's not just super affluent areas. I mean, Mount Holly has got a distillery, two breweries, and they're 25 minutes from the Lorita Winery. Uh, Mount Holly, no one's going to mistake Mount Holly for anything other than like a blue-collar South Jersey town. Um, there's tons of them out there. And the restaurants there, we've talked about the Robin's Nest on this show. We've talked about some of the other places in Mount Holly. They're dialed in. If it's ice cream day, if it's chili day, somebody puts something on the menu. So uh, connected to the service idea, yes, you guys have to hire better and you have to train better. And I'm not going to get into the millennial thing. That's up to your parents. You know, stop making these kids so terrible. But um, beyond that, dial into what's going on on Food Network. Yeah. Don't pretend that, you know, a million people aren't watching the finale of Hell's Kitchen. If there's no ball game on, put that finale on. The, I've, I'm not going to name names here because I don't want to embarrass anyone. And then I want to wrap this up and get back to the fun stuff with gyms. Right. I've personal friends that have competed on Hell's Kitchen, chopped, top chef. And they've gone to their manager and said, Tonight's air date so I can finally break my NDA. I'm in the finale. You probably want to organize some watch party. Now, nah. <laughs> and that's what some kitchen manager, bar manager, GM, owner says. Nah. Wow. Hold, hold on a second. The ratings on these shows are incredible. The advertising revenue is incredible. Stop pretending. Don't live in a vacuum. Oh, all people watch your ball games. No. No, it isn't. Right. Even back in the 90s and early 2000s, chicks were taking over bars to watch stuff like Sex in the City, mm -hmm. Order Cosmos, and these rock and the shot type bars were clueless as yeah. to what was going on. Um, don't do that. Don't be clueless again. I agree. And uh, just so our listeners know, in a few minutes, we will be talking to Marcello, the owner of Valenti's Italian Specialties. It's in uh, 
Seven Kings Court in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Oh, please tell me you're going to tell him you quit. He's on his <laughs> way. Okay, can, <laughs> tell me you're going to quit this job the on the show. That I saved would, it. That would be fantastic radio. <laughs> Coming back from the break, a termination. Of, no, I'm just but, kidding. I don't know that at all. I'm just, just joking. Just so our listeners know, the uh, original show we had written uh, was for a guest who had an unexpected emergency. So this show, so far. It makes it sound like they were abducted by aliens. <laughs> no, no, I understand you're trying to be nice. Bill Beck's a good guy. But you you make it sound like he was taken no, by aliens. emergency. So this show is the NSA put him in a black SUV. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but this show is literally off the top of our heads, and it's been a heck of a show so far. Believe it or not, uh, my next little wildfire gets the bill for this show. Right. So we're about to talk to Marcello, but Jim, give us a quick pick before we so go. Uh, one of my stupid reasons for liking a cheesesteak place is. Can I eat it in my car without a nice. big mess? Very good. Hey, Pete Genovese, who's <laughs> going to be on on this show in a couple weeks, has said lots of food tastes better in your car. He <laughs> said it before. I eat a lot of cheesesteaks in my car. And uh, uh, another one in Delco is uh, Leo's uh, on Chester Pike. Uh, one of our top spots. Yeah, great great cheesesteak, and it's not messy. I, 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 I was able to eat it. We're going to go back to that because okay. on the phone right now is. My man, Marcello, he is the owner of Valenti's Italian Special. Tell me you're going to place an order while you're doing this interview. <laughs> I wish. I saw the menu. You can't. I got to cook to my right. There's nothing getting done. It's located at 7 Kings Court in Haddonfield, New Jersey. We have the owner. Marcello, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. And yourself? Oh, outstanding. We're happy to have you. So, uh, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be on. Tell us a little bit uh, from your perspective. What exactly is Valenti's Italian Specialties, Seven Kings Court in Haddonfield, New Jersey? Sure. So we are, as the name suggests, we are <laughs> an Italian specialty shop. We uh, focus on Abruzzese cuisine, which is the uh, region of Italy where my family is, is from. Nice. Uh, my mom was born in Italy. I'm a first generation. Um, we, I make a lot of recipes that we had growing up that my mom and my nonna, or, you know, my grandmother made, and as well as stuff that I've cooked in kitchens over the years and I've kind of picked up on my own as well. So we have a mix of things. We do, we make our own fresh pasta, sauces, meatballs. We make some of our own cheeses. We also have uh, a nice mix of imported and domestic products, cheeses and charcuterie. And um, we have a menu of like pasta dishes and sandwiches and yeah. panini, things, things like that. Yeah, I was looking on your website. You have some incredible stuff on there. You do catering also. Uh, so if we have listeners yes, out do. there, if we have listeners out there getting uh, that are looking for high quality catering, uh, Valenti's Italian Specialties is your spot. What what exactly do you do for the catering? How many people? Sure. So, so we, um, you know, it, it's pretty flexible. We work with uh, you and your budget, whatever it is. We do both. It, we mix it up. We call it corporate catering and kind of party catering. Uh, but really, you can order from either menu for the same thing. The only difference is is really kind of the type of food. So the corporate catering stuff is usually a lot of like pasta dishes and uh, things of that nature, whereas the party catering is more finger food, sandwiches, uh, things like that. So we do that. We also do um, we do like a wine and dine private cooking class. Yeah, that was just about. Home. I was just about to ask you about that. Tell us about them because that sounds so fascinating. Yeah, so that's that's a really fun thing. I, I really enjoy doing that because. It's usually a group of friends in a relaxed environment because they get to be in their own house, in their own kitchen, uh, surrounded by their own stuff. So they don't feel out of place. They don't feel a little hurried or rushed or afraid so they're going to break something, you know. So um, we come out to your home. We uh, In advance, you decide what it is you want to learn how to make. Then usually about three of us come out there and we teach you how to make it, cook uh, three course meal for you, serve it to you, and clean up afterwards, and and get out of your hair. So That's fantastic. Uh, we did one. Um, I want to say a week ago or two weeks ago. So they wanted to learn how to make gnocchi. So we came up with a three course meal uh, uh, based around that. So it was a farro salad that we started off with, with like a light citrusy vinaigrette, and then we did 
Gnocchi three waves. So it was Gnocchi alla Sorrentina with uh, fresh mozzarella and basil and cherry tomatoes. Uh, um, uh, there was a minestrone with gnocchi in it. So it, was, uh, it was a soup with it. And then uh, pan-seared gnocchi with sage and brown butter. Nice. And then tiramisu for dessert. And one more thing I want you to tell us about, because this is something that is very unique, and we have a lot of listeners with uh, children. Uh, tell us about the kids cooking summer camp. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the kids summer camp is that started before we had our brick and mortar. Uh, the, where my kids go to school, they uh, do a noontime enrichment program where it's six weeks long and they ask parents to come out and uh, uh, teach a class. Nice. So um Every uh, every week, one day a week during lunchtime, uh, I had a class that I taught that was a pot. It was called playing with pasta. So I taught this group of kids how to make pasta, and you know the curriculum sort of got more fun as it went along because I know you kind of lose your kids will lose their attention span after a little right. while. So you know you start with some basic stuff and you move along, and next thing you know they're making uh, like fried Nutella ravioli and, and things like that. And, so, I'll, and I'll tell you, if you're listening, we have a lot of listeners in South Jersey. So uh, if you guys have kids and you want to send them to a cooking summer camp, it sounds like a great, uh, great idea. Uh, get in touch with Marcello at Valenti's Italian Specialties. He does a kids cooking summer camp. I looked through his menu. I love, uh, I have to get over there because the Angelo sandwich sounds fantastic. I'll, br- I'll bring you some. Yeah. I'll, bring you I'll some. tell you. And, uh, Marcello, we have a guy in the studio who claims he knows you. <laughs> Marcello's going to say, I've never heard of this guy <laughs> in my life. Uh, Jim Hassan is with us today. Who? <laughs> so, Jim, say, say hello to Marcello. Hi, Marcello. I'll see you Tuesday. <laughs> Hey, Jim. See you then. <laughs> you, oh, you do know him. <laughs> All right. That, that answers we, quite we a lot. You know, yeah. All right. That's great. And, and Jim, um, I'm very fortunate to know uh, personally, and he also uh, works in the store, and he works with my cousin as well at Royal Bouchery in the nice. city. So, uh, yeah. Jim is a regular contributor. We also carry... Good. We also have to carry some of their 1732 Meats products yeah. that he himself has made, so... It's just, it's impossible to get away from it. He's a, he's a <laughs> that's that's really everywhere. cool. You're and breaking into Ari's shed while he takes the day <laughs> off? What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Marcello, we are so excited to have you on the show today. We, Thanks for calling in, man. Really yeah. appreciate that. And can you give us your, where yeah, we, no where, where can our listeners, because we have a lot of listeners in the South Jersey area, where can they find you to get a hold of uh, Valenti's Italian Specialties? And uh, what do you, what do you, yeah, what no do you social media tags? social media so we are on all the typical social media things facebook instagram twitter it's all valentes mj uh on on all of those places and our website is valentes.us we usually uh, um the first place that we and anytime we add something new we usually put it on social media first and then update it on our site and so on and so forth. So that's the best way to keep in touch and to find out what we're doing. I'll tell you what, we were so excited to have such a great uh, company on the show, and I can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, Marcello. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it very much. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good day. You too. All right. So uh, I just, I, I kind of want to say, like, uh, of all the jobs I have, uh, well, lately I've been taking jobs that, where I can learn something. So right. I worked at 1732 Me Still Learn Charcuterie. Sure. And uh, now, now I took the job at Valente's and I'm 50% Italian and I really, I mean, other than making my own sauce at home, I haven't really done, like I'm, we're making ricotta, we're making, uh, you know, mozzarella from scratch. Right. And uh, I think, I feel like my, my, my Italian ancestors are like shining down, like finally ha- like pleased with me now. And what I, I like the most about Marcello <laughs> is Marcello is doing stuff that other people aren't. I think the wine and dine private party is a great idea. Cool. And there's so many people that have young kids that would really benefit from the kids cooking summer camp. Well, he styled into a little bit what we were talking about before he called in. Uh, On the surface, Valenti's is no different than a hundred other Italian family owned businesses working across New Jersey. Right. But he's dialed into it. He sees that, well, yeah, sure. I could just put up my, you know, chicken parm, eggplant parm, whatever, throw it out there, have my breads, my pasta from Italy, lock the door at 530 and I'm done. He sees that there's way more out there. 
there's way more opportunity out there. Right. And I think that's so smart. I mean, yeah. everybody makes a mistake and, you know, Jim. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, you know what I mean? It just... You know, that's super sharp. Yeah. Well, plus it goes, to, like you're saying, it goes to a deeper, you know, the, the workforce has changed. You know, true. So, so you can sit that's there and keep complaining about them and wondering why it wasn't like it was before and why don't more, more people like me or change a couple of things. No, know? I think that's change, smart. You know, the, the management smart. style, way you reach out to these kids, way you reach out to your employees, it's changed. I don't it, know who it is, but they, somebody said it was like, it's like an adage, like a historical adage. You go to the, you go to war with the army you have, not the one you want. Yeah. And I think you've, that's exactly what you're talking about. Like, figure out how to make it work. Like, you're a baker. You make bagels. I don't care what you do, right? right? Figure out how to make it work with, you know, if somebody can come in one day a week, well, now you need six other people for, right. you know, every other day or whatever. Yeah, and uh, let's get back to the show. We're all going to do one more pick, and we're going to just check the time. My next pick, and I know I'm going to make a lot of people angry. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Taylor, if he says Subway, <laughs> I, I want the mic cut before the way comes out. Okay, here we go. My next pick is a favorite of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant from the Lakers. Uh, every time he, he's from Philly, every time he comes to Philly, I just saw on my favorite morning show, Good Day Philadelphia, that Kobe Bryant, the superstar, legend of the NBA, loves, ready for this? He loves Larry's cheesesteaks. 54th Street, right across the street from St. Joe's. Uh, I got the address right here. Uh, it is Larry Steaks, 2459 North 54th Street. Uh, legendary spot. I'm going to give you a, a Kevin Wilson tip. The cheesesteak is good, but the chicken cheesesteak is phenomenal. <laughs> so I like the cheesesteak, but I got to be honest with you. I used to live up in that area. I went in there, got the cheesesteak. I said, it's a good cheesesteak. But boom, next time I went, I got the chicken cheesesteak, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, Larry's and Mama's are like the two. Yeah. If you went to St. Joe's, like yeah. those were the Yeah, that was your Alpha so, and the Omega. And, and I apologize, but it's Kobe Bryant's uh, favorite spot. Go well, ahead. Well, that takes care of the two people that were listening. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have to do a sign-off. Just sh shut the light off. We're done. There's a lot of people in Delaware listening, a lot of people in Jersey that will never get <laughs> there. But that's good pick, Kevin. Jim Pappas. Well... J. Cole, once again, inspired this pick. And please don't cut my microphone off because <laughs> it's not a place you think of. Right. But I did see a commercial. Apparently Wednesday, maybe the 27th, is like a day of giving. Or to, to go along with our theme of every day has a day. Right. Uh, I think Wednesday is the day of giving. I just it saw it on a TV commercial. And um, Jersey Mike's chain... So please don't cut me off. I'm I'm not saying because John, it's John criticized me. I think didn't didn't you when I said Jersey Mike's? You know what Jersey Mike's <laughs> is no. You know what a good way to put this for people who are hardcore into hoagies or cheesesteaks or whatever. Jersey Mike's has the same Wawa appeal, right? Yeah. During the middle of the day, you could have probably went somewhere else, but two in the morning. There's Wawa, that shining beacon on the hill, the meatball right. hoagie. Meatball. You know everybody's had it before, especially people in the industry. Um, they've probably sold more of those sandwiches to anybody else. Right. So I almost kind of shoved Jersey Mike's into that category too, right? Yeah. They're everywhere. They're ubiquitous. Am I really going to bash someone for going to Wawa? Right. No, of course not. I'm not going to bash someone well, for going to Jersey Mike's either. Let's get the in-depth analysis. But according yeah. to the TV yeah. commercial, uh, Wednesday's a day of giving. It might be Thursday. I might have the day wrong. But this week, <laughs> I think it's Wednesday. Day of giving, Jersey Mike's given 100% of their profits to a charity, a local charity. Okay. Um, I did go to Jersey oh, Mike's. That's a great tip. So I don't care what tip. they're selling. Yeah, if they're giving nice everything tip. they make to yeah. charity, go that's, over there. That's a good point. Yeah. And they have in Pennsylvania, I went to Jersey Mike's on 202. Actually, I lived up in that, up in the Point Pleasant area for a long time. For uh, for a long time, it's there when Jersey Mike's first started trying to make cheesesteaks and was not doing very well with it. <laughs> no. Just <laughs> no. Um, but I went to the one 202 recently down in uh, the Glen Mills, Corner Valley area. They have a sesame seed roll. They've done a lot. They've done a lot better with their meat than they did in the past. The sesame seed. Yeah, they're roll. in there trying, man. You can't really bash somebody yeah, for that. Can't. And if they're giving the money to charity, and you got to yeah. eat, you got to eat anyway. That's why, why Panera take too. Yeah. Yes, uh, you know, coffee and a bagel and Panera is like nineteen dollars. But they give a lot of the leftover food to the homeless and stuff like that. So. 
you know, it might not be my first stop, but all right, here, fine. Take yeah. the money and, you know, do good work with okay, it. Okay, we got four minutes because I have to have an announcement at the end of the show. John, no, you can't. don't. <laughs> good job. Uh, real quick, um, I've talked about Rocco Steaks before yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm talking about Rocco Steaks, 507 John Tipton Boulevard, Pensalkin. Great little place. Been there since, like, the end of the Second World War. Uh, my foodie wife, Marilyn Johnson, Philly Grub, uh, took me over there. We had a great time. I've been there a couple times. Subsequently, like Trash Talk Jimmy says, I like to eat in my car. Yeah. It's a great little place, but it's a lot of moms and dads and kids and stuff like that. I'm very happy in my truck. Yeah. With, you know, their cheesesteaks are really good. I think they're priced right. They're not really big, so I'll tell you this right now. And I don't mean this as a knock. I mean this as a tip. If you're really hungry, if you're a big boy... Um, or girl, you know, I guess I shouldn't uh, order two yeah. because they're not, you know, they're kind of what I used to call cafeteria size, not cafeteria quality, but size. Right. So if you need two of them, they're really, you know, everything there is fresh, clean, uh, service is great. Um, I know people are going to be like, there's two Rocco steaks. There's probably like 20 <laughs> Rocco steaks. This one is on John Tipton Boulevard in Pensacola. Great little place. I will give you one final warning. Ton of people who live in Pensacola and hit there for their pork roll, leg, and cheese in the morning. Don't go over there at like eight o'clock. Wait till nine o'clock. Nice. That's a great tip. Jim Hassan, your final pick. Jim Hassan is the grill master at Grub House Philly inside the Bourse building. And former employee of Valente's. Oh, did I did I break a story? <laughs> no. And he works for Valente's. That's why we were joking around. Go ahead. Yeah, real quick. Uh, uh, Jim Pappas talked about Delaware, and I worked in Delaware for a little while. I, I really like Capriati's. I, I, uh, and they have a lot of locations around. And there's, uh, they, well, let me tell you chained. this real quick. And you, the Bobby. <laughs> the, the Bobby. The Bobby is supposedly the best sandwich in the country. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, they have a lot of chains, and I've been to some of the chains, and they're good. But I used to go to the one in Newcastle, which was like a shack, and it was so good. Like the the, the cheesesteaks were very good, and everything I've gotten there was. Excellent. So, yeah, Capri, I'll say Capriotis. If you see one, even if it's a chain one, check it out. Nice. Okay, I just want to let our listeners know, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. You can reach us immediately. Uh, anytime there today, we will get the email. Uh, here's the big thing. We've been getting a lot of pop on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash has photos from most of the places we talked about. Uh, keep in mind, this show was off the top of our heads. We had a last-minute guest cancellation. Nobody had any prep for this show, and this show ended up being a great show because we named cheesesteak places that we didn't do in our first two shows. WildfireRadio.com. Look up Dining on a Dime. You'll see episode seven and eight. We did a full analysis of the cheesesteak scene today off the top of our heads. No script, no preparation we gave you another dozen cheesesteak places that nobody, that we forgot about in the first two shows. Uh, Jim Pappas is the proprietor of Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook. He is also the proprietor of my favorite Instagram page, Cheesesteak Adventure. It's awesome. And he yeah. does video, which is awesome. Uh, Jim Pappas has over 200, well over 200 uh, cheesesteaks. And nine lawsuits pending. But and, go ahead, Jim. You, you, you keep telling people what's I, I was just telling a friend of mine yesterday that Jim Pappas is the top blogger at this moment because he's posting four to five restaurants every week. He's pretty uh, svelte for a guy who eats right. cheesesteaks yeah, for a living, true. too. I, and other other bloggers, math. other bloggers such as <laughs> myself, out of place. <laughs> you must, we must walk to every location because. And other popular bloggers such as myself, walk, share, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I carry my writers on my. It's, it's, it's like the little thing he carries them. Uh, uh, Rickshaw. Other Rickshaw. other Rickshaw, blog Jim. other Jim other bloggers <laughs> other bloggers such as myself are investing money into a uh, podcast and uh, with guests that don't show. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I like to be able to go into so, bed and eat. No, I'm just I'm just joking. He had an, an emergency. He couldn't be. Um, the announcement I want to make is every month our show will be doing four shows. Not five. So if the month has five shows, you will only be we will only be on four. So <laughs> that's the announcement. I'm too lazy no, no, no. to do five shows. <laughs> next so next next Sunday we will not be on live. I will post re rerun shows to my social media instead of a live show. Oh, okay. And then oh, okay. So anyway, I didn't know that. 
but next Sunday we're going to take this Sunday off. We're going to return like wildfire. Like wildfire, <laughs> no, I know. No, no pun intended, but our show on April 7th is going to have the leading expert. The uh, Pope of New Jersey food. Pete Genovese, who is the top the guy in the entire uh, state of New Jersey for expertise. Literally has written the book on Jersey diners. That's true. And like nine or ten other books. And what I like about our show on April 7th, that we will be coming uh, back like wildfire, is that uh, we're going to also have one of my favorite uh, guests, Jim House from Pork Island Barbecue. Yeah. Who has done? Do you only have Jim's on? Yeah, your right. Show <laughs> who Is has it? only who has been on John's show, and I enjoyed watching, uh, listening to him on John's other show, Fooding Around with Tony Luke, and he's now going to come do our show. So we're excited about that. That's going to be on April seventh. Yeah, Jim's a friend of mine. When when he's got time to come on, I'm I'm super glad. Uh, that show will be pretty big. So you know we're going to need a week off, and then we'll come back to prepare. I had to change my name to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just so everyone knows how this is going to run, it's going to be uh, two times a month you'll hear from Jim Pappas, two times a month if Jim Hassan is available without his 140 jobs. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, slow down. You don't know when he's going to be working us. again. Uh, special thanks to Marcello uh, Valenti's Italian Specialties. Definitely One, check them out. At K2J2W on Twitter, we'll have this show posted by 8 o'clock tonight, and I will put the uh, website to Valenti's on the, uh, on the, on the show. Um, so uh, we're going to call it a week. Yeah, it, we're good. You guys want to throw out any social media tags where you are real quick, let people know how to get a hold of you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer ever. No, I don't want to hear from you. Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook is Jim Pappas's page. I want to thank everyone for joining us. This was all off the top of our heads, and we did a great job. Stay hungry for two weeks, everybody, then we'll be back. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson, at Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority, and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at wildfireradio.com.